It's Nicole and Tara here, where we hope to inspire you every week with a new discussion topic in the Catholic faith. So keep listening to our latest episode of The Cravert Chronicles. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Cravert Chronicles. You've got myself, Nicole, here, and Tara. And this week, we decided to jump on the bandwagon and talk about something that has been crazy on social media, all over the news, and that is Kanye West's new album, Jesus is King. Mm -hmm. So let's just jump in. Tara, what do you think? of this new album because I was pleasantly surprised so let me just start by saying even though I sound a lot better I'm getting over uh, maybe laryngitis I'm not sure I had lost my voice so I apologize if I get a little bit squeaky or sound um worse than usual that's what's going on perfect (laughs) and I would not have known less you told me anything so thank you I appreciate it (laughs) (laughs) so it's very interesting because I have never really been a Kanye follower so yeah I mean I really I don't know much I think there's some like maybe I have some Jay-Z Kanye songs downloaded from years ago but uh I really never like I it's hard for me to compare where Kanye is today and where Kanye was even like a year ago, because I was never a Kanye person. But there's a lot of different thoughts that I have on this. But I guess I will start by saying, generally speaking, I am pleasantly surprised and kind of really liking just the unique sound um, that some of his songs bring up. I mean, what what do you think about it? Do you I know you said you you like it, but do you have any problems with it or questions with it I mean like how do you really feel about this album you know Tara I'm not gonna lie to you I was hyper vigilantly listening to these songs in the car or at the gym and I've been looking for the hidden message in there like what is the thing that they don't want us to hear that maybe it's not what we think it is Mm -hmm. and I have not found anything. <laughs> it, it all seems innocent and pointing toward God, which is what I hope would be the goal of this album. Yeah. I definitely, I like it. Yeah. I mean, gospel music as a whole, and for any of our listeners who hasn't listened to it yet, literally go on YouTube or Spotify and you can get access to all these different songs. The first song is a church gospel choir, straight up going at it, singing, and it's beautiful. You get goosebumps hearing all these different voices come in harmony. And then it's interesting because then the typical Kanye sound, he'll come in on a riff and rap, and it works. He made it work really well. He, the, now the difference is, I notice, and a lot of popular songs today, I feel like half the time you don't know half of what the words are and they might not be good words and yet they're blurred over and you're singing them anyway and you don't even know what they mean. Every word on this album, I feel like it's crystal clear. 
there doesn't mm-hmm. seem to be any, like I said, anything hiding mm-hmm. under the lyrics and the words. So I think it's very catchy. Definitely a very interesting workout experience. Um, <laughs> listening to this music because, I mean, I don't know about anybody else out there, but I feel like the worst songs you could possibly listen to feel like the best ones to work out to. <laughs> because of all of the crazy beats and then you know I mean it has you thinking more of you know what you want to look like and all of these very vanity-esque kind of um, thoughts that go into your head but when you're working out like you're like yes I need that pump up but throw in the Kanye Jesus is King album Mm -hmm. and it's like wow it was a very different experience (laughs) yeah because I've also I've worked out to Christian workout music. That's an actual playlist on Spotify. I'm not making that up. But I mean, Christian music as a whole, it's uplifting. And I think that it's an interesting combination of Kanye West. Mm-hmm. But now the message is more crystal clear as opposed mm-hmm. to whatever else all of his old songs were about yeah yeah I I will say that I really appreciate I was kind of starting to say that I I really appreciate the sound uh, of this album and I was digging a lot into the lyrics just to see you know what would come up for me and I was expecting I think just hearing about things that Kanye has done over the years and just little hints and glimmers into his personality, which I don't know him, so I'm not trying to judge, but just, you know, what the media portrays of him, uh, you know, I've had, I think I would say I have a lot of opinions about maybe, you know, what the lyrics would have been. And I really, in a good way, I would say that I was very surprised by the lyrics and the sound to me was very inspiring. I think that it actually inspires me to look more into the history of just gospel music in general, because I'm speaking from a perspective of someone who really didn't listen to Kanye and really hasn't listened. Yeah. I haven't listened to gospel music. So they're really foreign to me, but the sound and the lyrics are interesting enough that I feel like this is something that I could really listen to and, and enjoy. I also feel like, this something new I hope will come of this especially with the younger generations because a lot of kids on social media that are sharing all of the mainstream music and it's overly sexualized all this drug use and drinking that all these songs address now they're singing along in the car to Jesus is King and it's a complete culture shock and a shift that my only fear, and I think that we're going to jump on this soon and some of the articles that we found to address, but I really hope that this sticks. I <laughs> I hate to put it that way because I don't want it to be like a trend that goes away in a few months, you know? Yes, I agree. And that you would actually agree with most of what I have been reading online. Uh, I always like to look at reviews, various reviews, just to get a general picture of what all types of people think. And overall, the I would say people were pretty receptive, but yeah. 
like you're saying, I think that I'm trying to figure out the best way to say it because I don't have it exactly in front of me, but the concerns seem to be geared towards Kanye and how he historically, when he gets very overzealous about something and very excited about something, he runs with it and he's all about it. And and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but people were describing it in a way where they were concerned that it would be more of a, a trend, right? So he's <laughs> so overzealous and so excited about this and you know, he feels like he's a changed person. How long is that going to last? You know, what are what are his future albums going to sound like? How is this going to influence his life and how he's living and his family? It's just there's a lot of questions about how this is going to play into his everyday life and how he's going to influence our culture. And I think that's so important because the art and and the music is so beautiful, but we know as followers of Christ that there's a lot of action that has to be put into place, right? So it's speaking these beautiful things, but it's living out our lives in a way that glorifies God. So people are seem to be very curious as to whether or not Kanye can really uphold that. I do think that he did make a very big conversion in his life, just given mm-hmm. his history, because you and I were just talking about how he had an album where on one end he was talking about, I am a God. Yes. Jesus and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now, now it's just this crazy shift and right. Jesus is King. And my life, I, I saw tidbits of the apple interview um i saw it on instagram i tried to watch the whole thing but it's falling asleep watching it but he was talking about how he understands how suffering has played a role in his life and how he embraces that now to move yeah. forward as mm-hmm. a son of the king like he's hearing him and somebody in hollywood say these words it just shakes you to your core to think yes when God has a hand in something, mm-hmm. it could move mountains. And I think that this is a huge indication of that. I mean, oh my gosh, I feel like our listeners were jumping all over the place. I, we have a lot of different ways we can go about this. But before we go any further, talk to me about what you found um in prosperity theology. So this is a really interesting term that um, you were telling me about earlier, and we can jump into how it ties to Kanye. Right. So it's called the prosperity gospel, and it's actually something that I've heard about for quite a while, but am only recently starting to look into. So I'm just going to quickly read the definition, which is basically um, prosperity theology is a controversial religious belief among some Protestant Christians who hold that a financial blessing and physical well-being are always the will of God uh, for them. And on top of that, faith, positive speech, and especially donations to religious causes will increase your or a person's material wealth. So Mm -hmm. it's sort of like, you know, if we're, this is kind of where the idea of being blessed comes in, right? Like if I'm blessed to have many children and to be living a good life it's because i'm in god's good favor so you know the question comes in well what about that person who is struggling to have children or doesn't have children right the prosperity gospel is that it really in a lot of ways conflicts 
what we as Catholics believe. So uh, I was actually reading something that describes his sharply being at odds with traditional Catholic theology. And many of us have heard, uh, you know, that, you know, blessed are the poor in spirit, right? And I'm trying to think of other examples. I mean, we're, we're basically taught that we are to be one with others, those who are struggling, those who don't have anything, don't have any money, don't have any family. I mean, and we don't necessarily blame them or accuse them, right? We're not necessarily saying, oh, well, God must hate you and, or have a problem with you because you don't have X, Y, and Z. So without going too deeply into it, that's like a little overview of prosperity gospel. I would suggest that you guys look into it if you're interested. But to tie that into Kanye, I had been reading a few different reviews that I maybe it's some of the lyrics that he has in this specific album, but if not, just things that he's said over time and continues to say, there seems to be some concern that he uh I guess sort of ascribes to this mentality of prosperity prosperity gospel. Mm -hmm. And I think he had said something. I think here it is. There's actually a set of lyrics. I think it's on his On God, the song On God. Yes. Uh, yeah. So towards the end, just to give the brief lyric, he said, um, I've been telling y'all since 05, the greatest artist rest in or alive. So it's not like a huge thing. But the argument that I'm seeing is that he's still talking about himself being amazing and being this great person. And 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 I guess pride was sort of the concern with that, mm -hmm. which led into other aspects of what Kanye has said and just you know, concerns that he really feels like his wealth and all of his blessings are a gift from God, but in a way where he's earned that and other people don't. I know that was long-winded. No, I, I totally get that. And I think it goes back to looking at the Protestant denominations, mm -hmm. how they view God or how they view heaven and how they don't believe in going to confession or the transubstantiation of communion and the list goes on. Mm -hmm. I don't think he, he didn't say specifically what denomination he's I don't involved in, right? Right. I okay. haven't come across that. I mean, again, I could, I could be wrong. So if somebody knows, let us know, but I did not specifically see that. Well, the, the funny thing is it's, he's saying how, successful and wealthy he is but at the same time the enemy can easily have people sell their soul to get everything they want right yeah absolutely and they can, and they can become just as successful so true it i think it's really how you look at it now i hope that a lot of catholics though I don't know what other fellow Catholics will say about that. I think that's just something maybe we'll see over time if that holds true. If mm -hmm. he really is a testament to that prosperity gospel theory. Yeah. But on the other end of it, looking at it from a Catholic perspective, um, I was looking at an article from the Catholic Herald and literally just from a few days ago and it says why are Catholics raving about the new album and 
so I think through what we could find in it, it's not about self-discovery anymore for Kanye because he knows who he is and who he's been. Mm -hmm. But I think that he's really trying to seek the truth. Mm -hmm. So in these interviews that I've been seeing, he is highlighting the consequences of truth and what that has for his own life. Mm -hmm. And I think that in itself, as this article is talking about, is really what's fascinating to Catholics about his conversion at all to Christianity. Because a lot of these artists in Hollywood, they are, I feel like when these people enter Hollywood, there's a a fork in the road. And Mm -hmm. there is the road less traveled by, and then there's the neon signs with Satan up there like, hey. (laughs) you can sell your soul and I will skyrocket you to be an A-list celebrity. And these people will do anything to get into these industries. Yeah. Yeah. But that these people along the way, they're constantly for every album they have coming out, they're reinventing who they are. And and that's how they get fans. I mean, how else are they going to do well, especially music? Look at Taylor Swift, Mm -hmm. which ironically her connection to Kanye (laughs) but that's a whole other thing but look at who she started out as and one of her albums she declares like sorry the old Taylor can't come to the film right now because she's dead that was super dark and twisted did you not know about that one no mm -mm. oh my god you have to it was like two years ago already it was on um it was on this song called Look What You Made Me Do. Oh, it's on. Okay. I yeah. also Taylor Swift. So. Um, <laughs> I, think it's, I think the album is called Reputation. I think that was what it was called. But, but and I'm not saying she's evil or not evil. I'm not going that way at all. I'm just saying to my point of the whole reinventing themselves. Right. I think looking at it from a Catholic perspective convert non-convert whichever way for all catholics we are like and i'm one of them i want to see what happens next yes. i don't want to see him drop this right in a few years like i'm hoping it'll take him further i mean mm-hmm. is god gonna turn him into a saint i don't I mean, I don't know. It's possible, but, but we don't we don't know. This this right. type of thing you don't we really don't know. And a lot of these articles and these interviews and re- reactions and review videos I've been seeing, people are just saying, "Wow, Kanye was the last person I would have thought yeah, to do this kind of thing or have a conversion." I mean, look at the family that he's associated with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whole yep. Kardashian family. And right. they are not exactly squeaky clean. Right. <laughs> but I mean, it, okay, but th- this is like my whole point. And I think, again, God is dramatic and mysterious and all powerful. And he wants to t- have people turn back to him Mm-hmm. maybe it'll take these people to do that I don't know maybe I'm just talking in circles here but no absolutely you're making a lot of sense 
just my level of, of appreciation generally for this album. And like you said, it's not something that I would have expected or a lot of people would have expected, but there are aspects to what he is sharing through his music that I really resonate with. And especially there's a song on his album called Closed on Sunday. And there's a particular line where he talks about, I think Chick-fil-A. he said, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I really resonate because I love Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So that's true. I do like Chick-fil-A, but that's not what I was going to say. Um, So he says, follow Jesus, listen and obey. No more living for the culture. We nobody's slave. So there's obviously a bunch of breakdowns on what that could mean and, and blah, blah, blah on the Internet. But as simple as that seems, it reminded me so much of the challenge that I felt like I faced as a convert because as a convert, I felt like I was going against, I still feel like I'm going against popular opinion. I'm going against what culture finds interesting. I mean, just look at where we are today, right? Catholicism doesn't seem to be the mainstream. It's not something, I mean, it's something that I feel like I have to explain to other people, right? And and that could be just because that's what I feel and that's who I am. But I don't really feel like Catholicism is as widely accepted as yoga. So, you know, just as an example, it it just, it made me feel like, yes, that's exactly it. I, in a lot of ways, I felt like I had to shed culture in that way, right? If I was going to be a follower of Christ, I needed to be open and honest about it. I needed to share that. And that meant leaving other things behind. And again, his commentary on culture, could mean something totally different, but that's how it resonated with me. And I think a lot of people will probably find that they really connect with or click with uh, what he's saying. And it's it just, it's very emotional. It It's so emotional and music is very influential and it pulls on our hearts. It pulls on our desires it really has a hypnotic effect on you sometimes, which is why the enemy uses that as a very easy access to getting into people's heads. But what I loved about the album though, is it still had the catchy secular sound it needed. Uh If that makes sense. I mean, Kanye has his own, sound mm-hmm. and if you compare his songs with some of the already pretty popular christian music and rap music out there it just you just can't really compare them <laughs> they're just completely different so yes. i'm really wondering if this is going to change that culture especially christian music culture mm-hmm. forward because i saw some hilarious memes um, on social media this past week about how Kanye's gonna steal the award from Lauren Daigle this year <laughs> um, you know, or or how there was a video of um, ugh, you know when they do those those meme videos where they have like the funny caption in there mm-hmm. and it's like a video of something else it was um, it was a clip from the office and <laughs> It, it was so funny. And it, the caption said when 
Hillsong and social misfits realized that they now have to compete with Kanye. And then it was Michael Scott yelling at everybody in the office, like, everybody for themselves. <laughs> and they were just running like crazy. So I don't... <laughs> It doesn't, really, it doesn't really have anything to do with this, but I just thought it was funny, but true because there are some really renowned Christian artists out there that have really had to work. I feel even harder mm-hmm. than some of the secular artists out there. And now what is this going to mean when they have Kanye, <laughs> Kanye to compete with, even though it shouldn't be competing if the message is evangelization i guess Mm -hmm. yeah you bring up some very good points and i feel like as you had mentioned the sound in particular it's catchy and it's interesting and in that way it very much so can fit into our culture which as you were talking about evangelization that's really important it kind of reminds me of when we had cecilia pappas on our show yes she was sharing about especially her Instagram feed and how she, you know, I guess started out sort of as a fashion blogger and she ended up losing a lot of followers when she was talking about her faith, but that it was very important and is very important for her to link the two together. And that in order to evangelize and to connect to the culture and other people, the outside world, in some ways you really want to appeal to them. And I think that that's an example of what Kanye has done. He's extremely popular. A lot of people like him. A lot of people also don't. So regardless though, it's shocking. And it, I think is it's enough to get people talking. And I think it might also, and I'm, I'm speaking for myself, but it might also start to make people feel more comfortable about their own faith if you identify as a Christian. And I'm saying that because I think that if years ago I had heard this album or this was just of interest when I was in high school or middle school, maybe that would have even changed the trajectory for me. Maybe I would have been more open about my desire and interest in the faith earlier. And I Mm -hmm. wouldn't have been, because I'm just being honest. I think as a kid, I was so influenced as we all are by the people that I was friends with and what they were going to think. I mean, I'm still like that. I'm working through it every day, but I think that a a really popular person coming out and sharing this could be an open door for a lot of people to at least start talking about it and, and feeling more comfortable with who they are. Yes. I, I really hope and pray for that. We can agree that there are still questions up in the air. You never fully know somebody's, motives or agenda behind something as successful as a music album Mm -hmm. especially like i said earlier the kardashian clan as a whole they have such a big influence on Mm -hmm. these younger generations and if they go one way everybody seems to follow and I know Kim recently, she was posting about her and their kids getting baptized, which is beautiful. And she was veiling and Catholic Instagram was blowing up because she was wearing a veil. But mm-hmm. I think, And I think we can close on this note that while, yes, celebrities appear to have everything, we still need to continue to pray for them 
to have these conversion experiences because if anybody is going to have a clear streamline of people following them to Mm -hmm. have a conversion and to have an opportunity to evangelize, it's these celebrities that have millions and millions of followers out there. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, you know, there are only so many people, lay people in the world or missionaries that can reach the masses, but right on social media, these people tweet something and it's retweeted millions of times. Thousands of people are seeing it within seconds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if it, if it means them then turning that into glorifying God. Right. I mean, so many amazing things can happen just from that. Absolutely. And I, I'm, I'm just so hopeful for that. And I want to pray. And I genuinely hope Kanye has started a new movement. Now, you were mentioning um, he does these Sunday service public yes. meetups with people. And he was doing this leading up to his album. And I know some people have said he's trying to start his own church. But if it's just him getting together in public with people to sing praise and worship music, and it's to glorify God. Yeah. I mean, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. I think, as you mentioned, we'll kind of wrap up with this. But yeah, I think time will tell. We'll see what happens. And I'm, yeah, I'm very curious to see how he uses this uh, and what this is going to look like in the future. But again, also how this is going to influence other musicians and celebrities and just general lay people. Our listeners, people out there who love music, I mean, support the Christian artists because these are some really talented people. And I mean, if Kanye is the door, into that and and people are going to start shifting to discovering other christian artists out there then so be it i mean spotify i think is a bit confused right now they don't know where to categorize kanye west anymore (laughs) (laughs) time will tell all right so we are going to close with um an our father hail mary glory be um tara do you want me to lead Sure. Okay. All right. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Thank you to all of our listeners for joining us today. And if you haven't already checked out the new Jesus is King album, go listen to it for yourself. I mean, you heard us talking about a bunch of different things about his lyrics and what um, it might mean, but form this opinion for yourself and start comparing it to other music you hear on the radio or on your phone. 
don't mm-hmm. even know where you listen to music anymore. So many different places. <laughs> Just start thinking about it. And if you're like me, you're going to be listening hard to make sure that that message is pure. And I think it is. So mm-hmm. we'll tell. We will see. All right. We will see you in our next episode. Bye, everyone. If you are so much enjoying the Crawford Chronicles podcast, you can subscribe and leave a review because when you subscribe, you basically get a notification telling you every week on Wednesday that there is a new episode waiting for you and review us. Let us know what you love about the show. Um, It gives other listeners an opportunity to find us as well that way. But if you are on Instagram, go check us out. Follow us at the Crabber Chronicles underscore podcast, where we share our episodes every week, interviews that we have, and we also love to feature our listeners. So if you are just really digging an episode you're listening to screenshot it tag us in your story at the Crabber chronicles underscore podcast and also if you use hashtag on wednesdays we wear grace we'll see it we'll share it we want to show you how much we appreciate you so go do it bye